You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 13 says, But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Well, that is like an ultimate reality that puts every other reality in its place. If I've had a bad day, but I'm living according to the promise of a new heaven and a new earth in which righteousness dwells, that bad day doesn't seem so bad. But life according to the promises of God is not the only option we have. And too often, we choose the other options of living a life that is not rooted in the promises of God. And we see that in this chapter. It begins by talking about those scoffers who will come in the last days. And they're talking about a promise. They say, where is this promise of his coming? And they scoff because ever since their fathers, everything just keeps going as it has. So there's another option of how we might live. We could live cynical and skeptical and look at the promises of God and say, well, that's never happened. So I'm not going to base my life on those promises. And there is so much joy that the skeptic and the scoffer misses out on. They don't get to process the pain of this earth in light of the promises of a new heaven and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. We can choose that life. We can be skeptical of the promises of God, and we will miss out on so much joy. It mentions the word promise again in verse 9. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. The very reason that some might discredit the promise of God is actually something that highlights the patient love of God. And then the text talks about his coming, and it kind of sounds scary. Verse 10, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done in it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of the Lord, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn? Another option for how we might live is fearful. We could read verse 11 in a tone of a threat. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be? As we approach the coming of Jesus, we could be fearful. We could be motivated to right living by the wrath of a God that we're pretty sure doesn't love us. But a motivation of fear is completely unnecessary when you're a God of incredibly attractive love. As we look at the signs of the end and we live in this time in earth's history, we could live as scoffers and we will miss out on so much joy and godly living. Or we could live in fear and try to get our lives in line because he's coming to burn us. But it's the next verse that says, But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Promise is the word that's repeated three times in these passages. We don't have to live as scoffers. We don't have to live in fear. We can live our lives trusting the promises of God. And if there's a bit of a scoffer in us, we can remember that he is a promise-making 
promise-keeping God, we can trust him. If there's a bit of fear in us, we can remember that his character is love. He doesn't want anyone to perish, but all to come to repentance. And as we silence the voice of the scoffer and silence the voice of fear, we can magnify the voice of the promises of God. There is a specific promise God has made in his word that we need today, that we need to stand on and we need to claim today. If you don't have a promise you want to claim today, take this one from 2 Peter. I'll read it one more time. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. That is the loftiest ideal we can imagine, a remade heaven and earth that is filled with righteousness. And it's a promise, a promise that can set the tone for our thoughts and our actions and our attitude today. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord at PastorRyanRogers.com or by searching for Palmer SDA Church wherever you get podcasts.